in a world hungry for truth, one podcast dares to challenge the status quo. Get ready to wake up, ask the tough questions, and demand the unfiltered truth. Wake your ask up with Tam Lawrence. With Tam Lawrence. I've traveled around the world, made audiences boil with laughter, and now I'm ready to dive into the heart of the matter. Tam Lawrence, a global thought leader and media mogul, brings you captivating conversations that cut through the noise. Join me as we unravel the stories of political figures, entrepreneurs, Hollywood celebrities, award-winning authors, educators, and more. This is real journalism. No holds barred. No sugarcoating. Get ready for content that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Are you ready? For shocking truths that will challenge your assumptions. It's time to put aside the ordinary and embrace the extraordinary. Wake your ask up with Tim Lawrence. Join me every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The truth awaits. I was just in a conversation with somebody, guys, and I had to drop this one on my podcast. I mean, just because I felt like this was a wake your ass up moment. And so I was just looking at the number of people who own McDonald's that are minorities. And these McDonald's are in our community, of course, in minority or underserved communities. Um, and all over the world. But the thing is, I cannot rationalize with the fact that there's nothing healthy about eating McDonald's foods, but yet minorities will go and open up these restaurants. And there's so many other things that they could have probably opened up because they knew that the inner city would need that. That's like a solid place, a veggie place, a plant-based um, food, probably, you know, something of this nature. And the irony of it all is the same people who complain about the pesticides in our foods and the chemicals and the toxins in their own food will take the money that they have in their community and come in with you know, with a McDonald's. I'm not just knocking McDonald's. That's any fast food restaurant. I just don't understand that concept. And and the irony of it all is that it mirrors that of people who even bring or were bringing drugs into our community. They'll say, well, this is how we will get away with patronizing ourselves to believe that we're doing the right thing. And that is to say, well, they would drive to go to McDonald's somewhere else. So we just wanted to make sure we brought it to the community to make, you know, if that is the angle, I guess. But I'm still at a loss because I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, this isn't a good thing to, to always compromise because if I don't sell it, somebody else will. If I don't do it, somebody else will. And if that is a take, is if that is the position that you're going to take in these circumstances, then it's like 
if, if I didn't pull the trigger, somebody else would have pulled the trigger. So I, I, I did this because of that. Because basically you're killing people slowly with these fast food restaurants and the different toxic chemicals that they're allowed to put in the food. Um, and then the oils and the greases that they use are they're not even suitable for cars. So how in the world could they be suitable for a human being? I just can't rationalize with minorities owning fast food restaurants or bringing anything into the community that would kill the community. And right now, we as a whole need to have a better a better situation a better situation that would sustain. Um, And we got to start thinking about that. Like, how am I responsible for what is happening in the world in which I live in or in the community um, that I'm responsible for, right? How can I add to that? How can my character show up in the place in which I was called to be a purpose? Um, And how can I leave legacy? And I don't know. I think we got so caught up in the cosmetic surgery and the PP, the dollars and the money and all of these different riddles that distract us from humanity, that distract us from purpose. We've gotten so caught up into, if I don't, they will. That's not a good enough reason to be something I'm not. I like to own my space. You understand? And I think that that's how we have to look at it is like own your space and own your stuff and stand accountable for the things that you have done because the decisions that you made are the reason why the things are today. I Listen, I'm no saint to that. I I literally fired all of my friends and, you know, disregarded people, phone calls, blocked numbers, uh, deleted people from Facebook. I did that. And so I'm not mad at being alone anymore. I have accepted it as the position that I made for myself, the decisions I made to let go people just ended up where I am alone. But I'm okay with that now. I get it. I get it. And you have to be careful who you allow in your circle and and who you allow in your circle is going to determine your success. So I had to look at the people who I was around and look at and say, Hey, are these people for me or against me? Or can we create success together? And do they high, do they hold me to a high regard as I hold them to a, you know, to a standard that's high in quality? Because I feel like, if I'm going to be around people, I want people who will not to- not tolerate me, but celebrate me because I celebrate them. And so you have to make sure that in life you're holding yourself accountable for the decisions you made determine your tomorrow. Now, does tomorrow have to always look like this? Probably not. It, 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 knowing me, it won't. But what I can say is... I'm willing to accept the conditions in which I made for myself based on the decisions I made for myself. So whatever that is, 
Keep it 100 with yourself because the lie that you tell yourself will become your reality. And then now you're not really even living close to your truth because you've lied to yourself so much that you believe that you're at your ultimate. You know what I'm saying? And and it's okay not to be. It's okay not to be at it's not it's okay not to be okay with the conditions you are in today because that uncomfortability will be that thing that will spike your energy to really get you up and moving so there's not one thing that tam could qualify as hey this is a sharpshooter this is something that can help you this is something that can motivate you it's not one thing that can do that for somebody i think that that's where people fail it's the one thing you can do for yourself and that's to wake up and face your fears your conscious your subconscious and start to just sit back and reflect on what's real and what's not because when you sit there and you contemplate and you 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 get to the point where you start passing out invitations to your pity party after a while that trauma bond becomes the bond that you make with the conversation because see words have power and they exist outside of us so you have to talk about the things you want and not the things you don't want in order for those things to come forth and for you to manifest them so it and it's hard it's not easy it is not easy whatsoever because I've tried it and I continue to try it but I really feel like in the end my whole entire existence is I might being truthful with this condition because I do not want to be a victim of any sort of mentality. Victim mentality is just, uh, well, is me in the whole world. I'm always trying to figure why. Why is this happening? What did I say? How do I transfer that energy to be more positive and reflect what I want and not what I don't? You understand what I'm saying? And so sometimes when we talk about the people who we don't want to be like, like, I don't want to be like this person. I don't want to be like that person because they're like this. When you keep manifesting or keep mana, if you, when you keep massaging and marinating that conversation in your brain, you start to attract everything and you become that. See, words have have life and we breathe life into them when we make a contract or an agreement to the universe by saying something and then the world then the then what happens is the energy reflects this this has something to do with the god in you so now the energy that is reflecting back to you is the energy in which you put out into the universe and so if people are safe or they are awakened let me just explain this to people who are living in that fantasy facade or whatever, that cadence of imaging that is not you. People outside of you can see it. I'm going to say that one more time for those of you in the back of the room. People outside of you can see the foolery, the fakery. They can see all of that. Like it's not, they're not blinded by the fact that you fool, you fooling nobody but yourself. And so just to kind of keep people aware, usually people who are in those conditions, we look down a lot. You kind of have like a gloomy 
um, you know, feel about you. But there's a texture and a tone to everybody. That is my study of people and humans and observation is the texture of their tone, of their voice, and the tone in which they said it in. Everything else means nothing. You can say I love you, but it can vibrate on a different frequency. And so when you're listening to people who say certain things, listen to the vibration and the frequency that they're on. You can hear passion when you hear passion. You can hear authenticity when you hear authenticity. You know a lie when you hear a lie because you can feel it. Now, sometimes we can take a lie and okay it and assume it and may ponder on it to where it becomes our truth. And that's where it becomes dangerous. But in the texture and the tone of people, when you're talking to them from here on out, listen to the frequency that they're vibrating on. You have the ability to use that. Let me just say this. You know how you ever look at your computer and be like, gosh, I don't even use 100% of all that it can do, right? You look at your cell phone. You don't use 100% of what it could do because if you did know all of the things that it could do, you'd be like, oh, my God, right? Moments. It's the same thing with our brains. We don't use enough of it to really be wowed by the fact that all of the tools that you needed to survive in this lifetime is within that cage. It's in that cage called your brain. It's all about tapping into those switches and turning them on. Turning them on. As soon as I thought about this conversation, I turned my computer on, jumped on my mic, and said, "I gotta talk, and I gotta let this out, and I need the world to know that we have the ability to walk through our brains and ignite different things, but we stay so focused on the carnal." things which is material things what everybody else is doing and now with social media it enhanced that right but if you stop that and you say what am I doing with the time that I have for the first for the 24 hours that I'm available then you would be focused on progression like okay I'm in the here and now in this progressive space I can do this in this progressive space I can do this And you would focus that attention where it needs to be in order for you to be effective in your own life. Because what everybody else is doing is what they're doing. And what the news is doing spreads noise. And that noise, it actually penetrates over us. And we don't hear everything that's going on in our brains are saying, hey, listen, Today is a good day. You should go out for a walk. We heard the walk. You should take the time to enjoy nature today. We heard that, but we didn't really listen to it because the news just said something crazy about, you know, Donald Trump, blah, 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 blah. So the conversation and the noise that is created by these different devices in the carnal world distract us from everything else. From taking the kids out, from just going to sit and talk with them and have conversation, you know, and just be more human instead of so robotic and so busy with the social piece. They they got the world screwed up right now because we playing a game that we're in. 
<laughs> I'm going to say that one more time because I'm not tripping. I am so on it tonight. We playing the game that we in. And each one of us have been given controllers, remote controls and gadgets to play the game. And we pay for those things. We go to work every day to make sure that that bill gets paid so that we can play that game. And so that is the most interesting thing. And now those tools, if you don't mind me explaining, it's called the remote to your TV. It's a cell phone. Because with that cell phone, they got us. They got us. They got us, hands down. We're going to be on that thing all night long, texting, tagging, watching what's going on on social media. Everybody else's life is more important than the life that God gave me. And I don't got time to, I don't got time to, to do it because I'm too busy following what everybody else is trying to get done. And that is confusion at its best. Oh, God, you talking about keeping somebody down. Honey, I'm having a breakthrough talking to y'all tonight because I'm looking at my own life saying I put things on hold because I'm so busy trying to make sure that this get done and this for everybody else. But the truth of the nature is, is that if I just took the time out to sit down and write my play to put my screenplay together, to take my situation to the theaters. I'd be living my best life because I'd be living in my truest form. That is that you, you understand what I'm saying? Like I came here to do this and I need to be Shakespeare. I need to be her Shakespeare. She is the, uh, the black Shakespeare of today. I can see it. I can see it. I note it. I note it. And I'm going to note it again in my brain. That is my charisma, that is the cadence, that is the direction that I believe wholeheartedly I came here to do. Now is my decision is to decide when I'm going to do that. And we're going to do that together. Over the next couple of months, I got something that's starting. And if you're listening to me, please make sure that you keep up with me by subscribing to Exposure Plus, I'm sorry, Exposure Magazine, which is at Exposure-magazine.com. And then you can also find it now at I love exposure.com. Hey, go over to the magazine, subscribe, because I want to take this 90-day challenge where we turn our lives around together. And it's going to be explosive for us because we're going to do it together. And we're going to see some changes. And we're going to really, really work together to hold each other accountable on our on this mission and so i want you guys to kick this off with me in march on the around the first um and literally all you need is a book and every now and then we'll talk about some different herbs that we can drink um just during this process and during this time to just try to open us up so ginkgo galoba is one of them you know ginkgo is good for the brain and it helps to redevelop ourselves. So sometimes we got to wake some things up too, right? So we got to take some walks and, and enjoy nature. And let's dive into this ultimate change. And so change during the winter season isn't to happen. That's not how seasons are broken into. We're supposed to spring forth. We're supposed to change with you know, just as the season. So we need to blossom and spring into spring, ready 
And so let's march out of March into April, into the spring months, healthier than we've ever been mentally, mentally getting healthy and getting fit together. Listen, I'm going to take you guys on a 90 day challenge and we're going to challenge each other and we're going to get in and make it happen. I'm glad that I had an opportunity to share with you guys tonight. Hey, be good to yourself because that's all that really truly matters. Because when you're good to yourself, you could be good to others and others will be good to you. And never ask for what you're not willing to give and never give what you can't lose. This is your girl, Tam, and I hope I just awaken your ass on Wake Your Ass Up. Goodbye. We'll talk soon.